Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com What's up, Kings fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor, it's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. In between the first and second period here, or almost about between the first and second period, we got 41 seconds left, but we're going to get going on this because, well, I just pressed the live button, so there we go. Uh, (laughs) It is another episode of Making It Rain, and uh, as always, my co-host Joe Paterino's on the docket, man. How are you doing? Very good, my man. Very good. How are you? Good. Just heavily distracted, obviously, starting this before the period ended. I got the NFL draft going on. I got this going on. Whirlwind of emotions with Brownie retiring, like, Oof. like heads all over the place here, uh, and uh, and so, you know, I, I just it's just it's all over the place. How are you doing? I, I mean, I'm 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 doing well. Um, since we last spoke, you know, obviously the the Kings have clinched. Um, this Dustin Brown news, I, I mean, came out of nowhere today. Um, what was your, I guess, initial reaction to, to hearing it? Well, yeah, let's just get straight into it. First, oh, Captain, my Captain, first topic here. Talk, I mean, it was out of nowhere. Like, I was at lunch having tacos. And I just happened to put on Twitter because I've been waiting for Debo Samuel to get traded all day today, you know, like what the news was. Like, you know, refreshing tri- Twitter constantly. And then I didn't expect this news at all. And I was like, oh, just blown away. And, and you know, and it's such a brownie move to do it now when there's like, this is just the last game. Like, he only wanted one hurrah. You know, I, I'm sure Kings fans would have liked him to do it, you know, a couple games ago where, you know, he, could, he would have went out at Staples uh, during the regular season because the playoffs isn't really time for, you know, ceremonies and, and stuff like that, at least in my opinion. So I'm sure Kings fans wished it was a couple games ago, but man, just just crazy thing going on. Obviously, he got to wear the C tonight, uh, which is a touching little uh, memento there. And you know, somebody was cutting onions when I saw him wear it, and uh, it just just a, tons of emotions. Uh, him raising the cup. I don't. I don't want to hog all of them. Like, what was what was your thought? I mean, I saw that picture you posted. Yeah, no, really, it was it was. First of all, I was just whoa out, out of nowhere, like. I legitimately, I, so I actually checked, I I had to double check to make sure like who I saw tweet it first. I think it was Dennis Bernstein. I had to make sure it was actually him and not like some parody account that yeah. was screwing around. I've been fooled before, but I was, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's crazy. Um, I, I, I think back to those, you know, obviously the cops, the, he was almost, 
you know, he was on the trade block, the rumor mill anyway, he goes, he scores the hat trick and that kind of turns the season for him and kind of sets the stage for the rest of the season. They go on, they win the cup. He's got the, the big series against Vancouver with the big hit on the, on uh, Henrik Sedin. He's got the shorthanded goals. Like it was just, a, it, everything went right. Um, and yeah, for me, like personally, I actually have a couple like my sort of my I don't know minor personal stories. Like I actually played against him. He Ithaca's not far from where I'm from, just a couple hours away. We were peewees, and we were heading to Ithaca, and I had the privilege uh, of I had the task of shadowing him. Uh, I held him to three goals, and he and I took and I took a penalty in doing so. So that didn't go very well. Uh, so you yeah, held him to three goals and then you literally <laughs> held him. Yeah. <laughs> I said the heck with this. Um, so then, uh, yeah, after the second cup, uh, a really good friend of mine, um, uh, one of my good friends lives uh, right in that Ithaca area. And uh, he went there with the cup and um, got a chance to meet Dustin, take a picture with him uh, in the cup, which is, he was, you know, really nice to do so. So, um, just, it, it was really cool. Uh, and I, the, one of the biggest takeaways for me too, is, you know, it's not that often you see a guy who maybe in, sure he's in the later part of his career, but he still had plenty of years left and they take the C away from him. Like you don't see that stuff happen too often. Yeah. And he just, just played hockey, right? He just, there was no drama, you know, that, that at least anything that, you know, got out publicly. So he carries himself well the model captain and uh, just by all accounts, just a, a heck of a human being. So um, he's certainly going to be missed and hopefully uh, the Kings got one more deep run for him. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. And like, you just look at, you know, obviously first, first person to ever hold uh, the cup for LA. Yeah. Um, he's going to retire. I believe I saw this uh, retire with the NHL career lead in hits. Uh, yes, I did see that. And it's just crazy, you know, he just the way he throws his body around. I don't think there's enough. I mean, Ovechkin hits a lot too, but you don't really see a, a premier goal scorer like in Dustin Brown or a captain, uh, you know, just laying people out left and right. And he still does it. And it's just part of his game. And I think when you have the, the captains that go to war for you, I think that's why a lot of people were upset and they still call him, hey, this is my captain. Yep. You know, because they believe that that was kind of a preemptive move uh, on the organization's part. Um, you know, who knows how he really took it or or if he was happy for Kopitar to pass the guard. Uh, but, you know, it, it happened. And but, you know, those memories, I mean, he pre he was the MVP, I think, of the first cup, in my opinion. I don't know about you, but he was awesome. Yeah. I mean, from a physical standpoint, he scored, like I said, he scored some big, big goals. And it's funny, uh, uh, Jesse uh, Cohen over all the Kings men, he posted, he made a comment today, and I couldn't agree more. I can vividly picture watching this game on TV against the Blues when he scored the empty net goal to lock in the sweep. And I get chills just, just talking about it. Like, I remember that moment, like, this is happening. The Kings are sweeping the Blues. They're on their way to the conference final. Like, it was – the real deal. And uh, I, I remember that goal. There's so many moments from that run uh, for Dustin Brown. It just, hey, it, it's we all knew this day was coming. I think it was a bit of a surprise that it happened today. But good on him. He's going to go out on his own terms. And can you have a better goal pitcher, like the one he's raising and his teeth are missing? And, like, that, that's just <laughs> that's just perfect. The hockey Perfect player. brownie. And I, I think he would be solely missed. And, you know, not that we don't we want to we don't want to rank legends, you know, because there's been a lot of good players, but I don't think there's been. I would say he probably done more for Kings hockey than even Wayne Gretzky did because of the winning. I mean, Wayne Gretzky probably did more for hockey in L.A. Period, and right. you know, but as far as the specifically the Kings, I, I think he's probably up there as, as one. Yeah, I mean, for man, it's 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 funny. I, I, ironically, I actually haven't even thought about that, but it's hard not to say he's at least in that discussion. I think, you know, Luke Robitaille is another one that's that's probably up there too for for all that he's done for the organization. And obviously, he's still involved in the organization. But yeah, I mean, Dustin Brown, and listen, he led the team, he led the team to a couple of cups, and he's the first king to touch the cup, and that means something. Um, and again, as Kings fans, you get chills just thinking about that. And, and when you saw that moment. So uh, again, I, I think 
you have a lot of guys that don't get a chance to kind of go out on their own terms. Sometimes it's injuries. Sometimes they get phased out. And I think Dustin Brown has showed he still he still can play at the NHL level. I mean, he's just a season removed from a pretty big year last year. So um, good for him. Good for him. Do you think this came down to his choice, or do you think this was maybe the lack of interest in re-signing him for next season from the Kings? You know, I think it's a very fair question. Um, only I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of conversation. I mean, I, I have to imagine there's a respect level there that that he and Blake and the organization had those conversations, and you know, so perhaps that something like that played into it. Yes, I, I, that wouldn't be surprising. And maybe there's some sort of uh, a position at the organization that that Dustin Brown will be involved in. Who knows? Um, if I had to guess, obviously I'm speculating. Sure, um, but it's it's obviously hard to say. Yeah, I could see him taking a couple of years off and then coming back and and getting being part of the organization. You know, his his home's always been there in L.A. Yeah. Uh, you know, but maybe he he goes straight recluse like some of the Kings players of old and and just living, uh, you know, just live in silence. But we'll we'll see how that goes out. I mean, obviously, the 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 tip of the cap or the you know stick to the ice to you, Dustin Brown. Uh, you know, it just phenomenal career great player just so many good memories and and he's going to be missed now now the cup team is down to three left on the team it's it's slowly getting evaporated uh just very sad it's very sad we knew this day was coming man well sad sad and happy news but now we're going to go to happy news here all-star nods um you know talking about the ahl all-star uh nods three players were selected from the rain uh uh, I believe Ferk and Spence. Is that, am, I, am I correct? You, I got that you, written down. You got it. Uh, I mean, you would hope that tying in with with him, uh, almost breaking the assist record uh, on his pace for another MVP. Ferk, uh, you know, putting holes in over forty nets uh, in the back there, and then Spence, you know, was just an assist machine and still got the nod without even playing down there for the last two months. Uh, you know, he could have been on pace to to break the assist record for a defenseman. Who knows? Um, and so just, I think, well-deserved. Obviously, the top two were kind of, uh, you know, we, we talked about tying in in the beginning of the year, you know, probably the best signing the Reign have had. Uh, a lot of people pictured Ferk playing with the Kings this season because of his shot, kind of a, a last-minute thought for the Reign, you know, in our preseason mock-up, but just that right. pairing with him and tying in and that power play just been so dynamic this whole season. It really has been, and they've been so fun to watch. Um, you know, it's, it's kind you of can, you can add Spence to that, right? He's he's often on those assists yep. for, for whoever since, scores. Exactly. Since Jersey went up, you know, Spence has has manned that uh, that top unit, and it's kind of crazy to think, you know, Martin Furk, he's got forty goals, and he's 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 on the second team, all second All Star team. But again, there's a, there's a lot of good a lot of good players when you're narrowing it down like this, but. Uh, just huge seasons out of all three. And I think it's, it is impressive for Spence to get the nod as a rookie. Um, and as you mentioned, playing the last 20 some odd games with the Kings, uh, it, it shows, you know, how big of an impact that he had on the rain and in the AHL. And he was nodded to, was it last week or just a few days back? Uh, the, the all rookie team uh, as well in the AHL. Yeah, yeah. So heck of a first year pro for or a pro season for Jordan Spence. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Yeah, it's just it's crazy to think, man. We they had the best power play in hockey, you know, upwards of over thirty percent for most of the season, uh, largely a part of these three guys. Yep. And yep. and you know, obviously, we'll see, uh, you know, on our next topic about Jordan Spence, maybe for the AHL playoffs. But um, just just great season from those guys. Carried the team. They're going to have to carry the team in the playoffs uh, for us to go far. Um, you know, but just tip of the angler's cap to you, my friend. Uh, for for getting those well deserved uh, you know notations there. Let's move it on to the Spence effect. So this is just kind of like a hypothetical topic here for everybody listening. You know, obviously he's playing tonight as we speak. He was on the second power play, uh, but the Kings get back Mikey Anderson. I know he's on the other side, but now that team is loaded with defense. Uh, a lot of them who can't play. I mean, we have you know five guys on the left, so to speak. Uh, and you know, you have four on the right. Has Spence earned a spot game one against Edmonton in your eyes over Troy Stetcher or 
does he go down and 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 play right D one for for the rain? I definitely keep him up. I keep him up. Um, listen, and that's not a total knock on Stetcher. Like I don't think he's been bad per se. Um, but man, Spence brings just a different element, and I think he, I think he's early on here. He like he's. I don't want to say he's. I was going to say he's the real deal, but it's way too soon to like jump too far ahead here, but he's been really, really good and really impressive. And I think you're going to have to have a guy that can skate like he skates, uh, move pucks quickly and have the opportunity when presented to push the pace and get up in the offensive zone against a team like Edmonton. So um, I, I keep him around. I And I guess I can understand the situation where, you know, if they prefer in a game to play Stetcher and have, Spence sit a game out. I, I I can get that, but I play him. Um, I I keep him here and I play him. I, I he's I would start him. I would have him on the right side with Jersey and Roy, uh, and Stetcher would be my odd man on the right side. I'm I'm in on Spence. I I don't see why not. And listen, this may be this is not how Todd McClellan should look at this. Okay, he is like he's the coach. He's trying to win. It's not at this point we're in the playoffs. It's not about development. So I, I want to preface what I'm about to say by saying that, but like, this is such a good opportunity. Like who the Kings were at best, like a bubble team. Some people, most people didn't have them in. Some people that were leaning Kings fans perhaps had them in or contention. Like now you're going to get an opportunity to have some of these guys, the Byfields, Spence, Dursey, you know, maybe we'll see if Velarde gets into any action. Kapari, these guys are going to get some playoff time. Kaliev, like this is crucial for a team that now next year you are absolutely looking to make playoffs and make a little bit of a run. This is big. And I, I don't think Spence has shown that he can't handle it. So that being the case until he shows he can't do it, I play him. And jaw agrees with you here. Uh, thank you for tuning in there jaw on the YouTube live. Uh, I, I agree as well. And I think you obviously, not that the rain playoff is not important. Obviously, we're covering the rain here on Making It Rain. Uh, but the big club comes first. And so if you think that Spence deserves to be there, then he he deserves to be there. I think another thing, even though the power play hasn't been great, he's really the only other power play QB that they have uh, on the defensive side. Right. I know Edler has some um, you know, uh, skills there that you could possibly use, but he's not as dynamic as, as Jordan. Said. And he's going to play PK. Like you want to make sure you want to keep him as, as kind of in check as possible from a minute standpoint. So yeah, I mean, Spence should be, and he should be running the second unit too. So yeah, I, 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 it's Spence for me. Yeah. And so here's, here's a question for you that I just really thought of off the top of my dome here. Is this a chance for pro? I mean, I know, I know national television isn't really a um, dictator for scouts because they're doing their job. It doesn't matter where the team is playing, but the LA doesn't really get a lot of national pub. Obviously we're plus 6,000 to win the Stanley cup, you know, so people don't really think the highest of our team. Uh, You know, we punched up all year. We don't get really many national games. If Jordan Spence balls out or Jersey balls out in this first round, you know, with the loaded right side we keep talking about, it elevates their draft stock to a tradable piece for for uh, for a top line player next season. Uh, it, it yes, um, it probably teams, teams want a prospect that's show, has already shown in the national hockey yeah. level that they can play. Right. I I guess where I'm coming from with this is I'm I'm at the point where I would I mean I've said it like I I'd rather. Try not to if you don't have to move these guys, particularly now with um, with Faber staying in college. There's a little bit less of that kind of logjam we've talked yeah. about. There's listen, we have to also keep in mind like Spence is a first year pro who had was not at all expected to make the NHL, uh, had such an impact in the HL. Like, there is no issues for me if Jordan Spence starts next season in Ontario. Like yeah. I got no problem with that. Let him can. There's no need to like, he's done really well right now in the NHL. That's great. But if he has to start next season from a number standpoint in the AHL, I don't think that's a problem. I don't think that's going to hurt him or anything like that. Development wise, uh, let him run the show down there. I think that'll be fine. So 
barring like some sort of really, really big time player, I, I'm not itching to trade either of these two um, because kind of as you alluded to, they both shown to be pretty effective players at the NHL level, at least so far. So in, and with the log jam a little bit less, I, I, if, if there's ways they can, they can address their needs without trading um, Spence or Jersey. And then I, I, I would definitely try to hang on to them. The depth has helped this team make the playoffs this season. Yeah, no question. No question. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, obviously they had to sign a bunch of, you know, PTOs, you know, for the rain. And some of those guys played well, you know, cast a stool and everything like that. But the depth of our prospect pool saved the King season. It's a good way to put it. In March. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get to uh, our uh, wonderful sponsors here in DraftKings before we get to the second half of this show here. Hockey fans feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team and win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook is available in your state, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands of DraftKings daily fantasy hockey contests. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Just bet $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 years of age, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be assessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537 in Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, New Hampshire. 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-877-77-STOP. In Louisiana, 877-8467-369 in New York. Visit opgr.org in Oregon. Call or text Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or 888-532-3500 in Virginia. 21 years of age apply, except for in New Hampshire and Wyoming, 18 or older. Physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, only minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. It's only Johnny Cash there when I'm going everywhere, man, song. Yeah. Rattling off the states. Love it. So let's uh, get into the Colorado trifecta, as we we called it here. Big games. It didn't end up really coming down uh, to that Colorado loss a little bit before that. Clinched the second seed. Uh, for the rain here. So less drama than maybe what we thought in our last podcast, that it could come down to these three here if, if Colorado pushed for the second seed. Uh, but let's get it going in game one. Uh, you're looking at April 20th, the rain, uh, win 5-3 here. Uh, Colorado outshot Ontario in the first, uh, but Ontario made those shots count. I actually thought this was one of um... – Matt Valalta's like best periods of the season. And I, I don't mean to sound like I'm overstating it, but the point blank opportunities he saw, uh, and I think he, I think he had 13 shots against that period. He played really, really well. The goal he gave up was a tip in front. Um, again, numerous big saves that period. TJ Tynan and his return to Colorado, they gave him a nice little uh, tribute there, which was nice. Uh, ironically, scores on a slap shot which you don't see very often from him on the right circle on the power play to get things going so his 14th um, of the season yeah and i'll also point out on the second goal on akil thomas's goal new cyanin with a really nice little rush great zone entry did a little shimmy at the at the just inside the blue line to kind of buy himself a little bit of time makes a nice play in front of the net so that was really good to see he's shown some spurts man i'm a fan of his so there's some plethora we had a plethora of these defensemen that got these little shimmy moves and and their offensive game and it's uh, all right and and i'm i'm liking it and we're going to add the big dog in the, the defensive next year in in clark maybe not, not to the rain but to the kings uh as we are live here the second period has started 17 minutes left kings out shooting vancouver 17 to 5 
hopefully they can put the first one on the board. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at, uh, you know, Martin Kraut. We talked about it uh, the last time they played the Eagles. Uh, a guy who's kind of been lost in the sauce for Colorado gets his 19th of the year, and, and maybe when there's some more room on that juggernaut of a team, uh, yeah. he can get an opportunity. Or maybe they trade him away and, and let him uh, find greener pastures, but uh, buried one here uh, to end the first period. Yeah, he picked up some points in this in these three games. Uh, they've they've got some players on that team. That Dylan Sakura found his way. He had opportunities all three games, so he's another one. But yeah, um, he had a nice tip in front. So going to the second period here, uh, Sakura, like you said, gets, gets his thirtieth. Akil Thomas back on the board, number six, gets his second of the game from Frederick Allard and TJ Tynan, putting eighty uh, on this season uh, again on the power play this time. Yep, and and this is a rebound, a lard uh, with a heavy shot he's got, by the way, um, yeah. from the point, and uh, he banged home the rebound. And as you, you I, mean, I know you'll get to in a little bit, another power play goal later from that bumper position. He's shown to be very, very effective in that, um, and being able to score in kind of multiple ways in that spot and be effective and doing different things. So, uh, really nice game here from Akil Thomas. Yeah, if you're in a four shadow, he gets the the, the last power play uh goal making it a hat trick and, and good for him like you know it's slowly coming on and like you said in that bumper roll the the rain have been finding right-handed shot guys to just plug and play with tj tynan uh and again if you looked at the power play in the vancouver game uh they had i follow in the bumper roll and he's trying to angle his body for a little tapper um you know but i did see a kind of a cool move that i haven't seen before for the for the kings before we go back to the rain mm-hmm. Kopitar dished it down to Brown uh, below the net and then kind of rushed the – like the guy wasn't paying attention. He kind of rushed the net for maybe a, a tap towards uh, towards the goal and kind of cycled positions. And they also had Jersey on the one-time spot and had Kempe playing quarterback. So uh, they were kind of rotating around a little bit more. We'll see if that uh, continues for them to explore that. But going back to this Colorado game, uh, you know, Tiny gets 82 uh, you know, on it by assisting in Jared Anderson's goal. And so what is that? Three assists uh, a night and one goal for Tynan and uh, and three goals for Akil Thomas here. Yeah. And the thing with, uh, with Thomas on that third goal in the hat trick, you see like, again, it's, it's these guys. And I talk about it with Anderson Dolan when he plays down low, Akil Thomas is doing the same thing in that bumper role. You have to be able to read and react and then move like, so Tynan gets the puck, he drops it to – so initially when Tynan has it and he's skating down low, you see Thomas trying to get himself into a position just in case he's needed there. As that goes away, Tynan drops it to Allard, who then brings it, and Thomas, very astute, he, he pops himself out. He makes his he – he separates himself from the penalty killer, gets himself into a shooting position. It's dropped, and he fires it right away, and he's got a very quick release that we've talked about before, so – you have to in that bumper position. You can't just stand there. You know you have to be able to move, but move effectively. Make sure you're always in a position to where your feet are in a position to where you're able to make whatever that next play is. Right? If it's a shot, if you're just bumping it off to either the wall or up high or even down low, you have to be able to do that. I've talked about. It. I think it's what the Kings lack, and it's what the Rain have been able to just plug in all these guys that have done it, and they've done it really, really well. Thomas has been great. Excellent, excellent game here for him. Uh, and if you look at uh, Matthew Belalta saves 33 of 36 uh, with, for 58 uh, uh, minutes there on ice. So going into the next game here, you're looking at a 6-4 loss uh, to the to the Eagles. Colorado just peppering the net, 19 shots on goal in the first period. Uh, and, and no surprise, uh, they get out quick 2-0 uh, with goals from Andres England and uh jacob mcdonald uh just not a very it didn't seem like ontario came out to play uh in the beginning the, no no they this was all honestly like you, you mentioned how colorado had what 36 some odd shots in the first game that was the fewest that they had in the three games so that gives you yeah. an idea of how these three games went like colorado's a pretty scary team right now uh and i understand the rain Listen, we're human beings. Like, so they were locked into their position. You know, I don't know. I don't want to read too much into it, but they were definitely second best through a lot of these three games here. Um, yeah. And and that 
is definitely the case uh, with this first period in the second game. Yeah, you're looking at it. Then the the Colorado Eagles score right away in the second with Kiefer Sherwood, 36th of the year, uh, and then back to back with Andres uh, Wingerly uh, getting an unassisted, and it just it was just downhill from there. Uh, you're looking at five nothing after Dennis Gilbert, and uh, and so you're you're wondering, hey, is this team going to make a fight? And the guy that came through uh, again on the power play, Akil Thomas, with his age of the season, assisted by Tynan. Tynan really wants to make a run for this assist record. <laughs> can, can you know you know what's what really is kind of a testament to TJ Tynan? So we've talked about how the Rain have been able to plug in a few different guys into the bumper roll, and they always are effective. They've been able to now have this is their third. I guess if you count Kale Clegg at the start of the season, this would be their fourth kind of PP quarterback on this unit. Well, they had Helgi Grounds for a couple of games too. Alard is stepping in and doing just fine. Like I honestly, like that's a testament to TJ Tynan to me. Like because it he's the cog that kind of it all runs through him really yeah. on that right wall, and they've been able to plug in these other pieces that have been able to be effective around him. Um, so it's just you got a, a player that just makes everyone around him better. Uh, and you again, as we've raved about him all season, you can see why he won the MVP last year, and you can see why he's going to be at least in the discussion this year. So, um, but yes, uh, another uh, Thomas who's heating up at the right time uh, heading into playoffs. Starting into the third period, Jacob McDonald gets a, a, his 10th on the power play. And, and then Volalta's night is done after that. <clears throat> Pull him uh, after 42 minutes on ice. David Hrenick, uh comes on and then stops eight out of eight. Uh, what did you see? How, what have you seen from David Hrenick so far? Obviously got the shutout. We didn't discuss that game. Uh, maybe shame on us for not doing that. Uh, but uh, gets the shutout in the game before the Colorado series. And then here stops eight of eight. What have you seen from him? Uh, we talked about his steadiness uh, in the, his calmness in, as far as from St. Cloud. Has yep. that translated to the AHL in your eyes? Completely. Um, like it's, you know, you don't want to go too crazy, especially after the first game he gets a shutout. I mean, it's one game, and obviously here he's, he's only seen limited action here so far, but definitely a different goalie than, say, Valalta, who does rely on a lot of his athleticism and and making different types of saves, where Hrenik is very quiet in that, very much more, I think, I would say, a, a technical goaltender than, than say, Valalta is. Um, I've really liked what I saw. He, uh, Like you said, he came in in relief. And I'm telling you, the third game, I know the rain lost 5-1 that we haven't gotten to yet. I'm like, talk about point blank shots, multiple breakaways, odd man rushes. Like they threw everything they could have at him. And so he, he really got, he got tested quite a bit um, in the third game in his, in his second start of the season. So really, really uh, have liked what we've seen. Uh, I know there's a lot of question marks in the organization from fans, at least about what's going on in goal. Who's behind quick, you know, is Cal going to be the guy who's a prospect? Like it's still very early. Like these guys, these goalies can take time. I still think there could be something there with Ingham or Parikh. Um, And I think David Hrenick has, he's at least shown really well so far. So quick question here. Uh, and we're going to get to the playoff matchups, but, uh, you know, they start May 4th and May 5th on a back-to-back. If the Rain lose game one and Volalta is bad in the pipes, do you think that they go to Hrenik for game two on the second half of a back-to-back? Has he shown enough to you think they earn that? It de- it, is it depending on how bad Volalta looks? Or I think it would. He, I think it would have to be pretty bad from from Volalta. I think that they've come this far. Volalta has has now. This is his second full season. I understand that you know it's pro hockey. You play, you play who you think gives you the best chance. But I, I do wonder if it's been two starts for Hrenik if they've really even seen enough to have that type of trust in him. Uh, I like the question. I think they're going Volalta. I think it's Volalta. Dying on the sword with uh, the V man, huh? I think so. I think so. One time making it rain, guests making it rain, alum. That's uh, right. And so uh, I think you're probably right too. I think if he gets just peppered and it's like a five-one loss or a six-one loss, which I don't, I don't predict it to be, then no. maybe. But uh, you know, it's it, it's shown that you know he has been able to play for the most part. You know, obviously Colorado in the game three, like you mentioned. 
just the defense was atrocious. Awesome. And uh, and so not not putting his uh, guy up uh, in the best spot there. Uh, so you're looking at going into the third period here. Kings with some life towards the end. Uh, you know, the goalie changed spurs a little bit. Frederick Allard uh, with a power play goal uh, with that missile you alluded to. Uh, TJ Tynan, 84th of the year. Kill Thomas with an assist. Uh, we're just reading the same names over and over again, it seems like, <laughs> in these first two games. And then Allard gets a goal on a five-on-five. Five, uh, with Another the, heavy shot from the point, you know, by the way. Yeah. Christian Wolanda with a 17th, uh, quietly putting up 17 assists this season. Yeah. Uh, and Andre Lee with his second of the of the year. I've liked Wolanda, and I think we've talked about him before. He, he, he's a solid guy. You can plug him in. First pair to third pair, you can plug him in. AHL, NHL, his game translates. Like I, I think he's just a really good and solid defenseman to have in the organization because you can use him wherever you need him. Is it is it me or is it like both him and Willanna and Mavari like are just just they're just steady. Like, they just seem steady. Like and I don't and I obviously if there wasn't a, a first round guy in Bjornfoot and a, a guy making two something million in in Mata. Do you think that they'd be getting more opportunities, or do you think they're not that good? They just have are good in spot in the spots that they've been asked to play. I think Wolanin is solid in where you need him to play. I, I don't know that he's a guy I'd want in my top six like every single night in the NHL, but you can spot him where you need him. Moverari, there he's not quite as good of a skater and pure puck mover, I would say, as Wolanin is. But boy, is he, he is really steady. I think he's shown pretty well here too with the Kings. Um, and as Russell alluded to in his uh, Rats Russell Morgan at NHL Russell uh, for Hockey Royalty alluded to that he believes uh, nothing, no sources or anything like that, but he believes that uh, Mavari has proved enough to start game one and allow Mikey Anderson, uh, you know, another, uh, you know, a couple days after to get, come back from the injury. I don't know if you feel that way, but. I love it. I, I listen. I, I think. I think it's going. It's obviously going to depend on where they feel. Maybe Mikey Anderson is if he's up to speed because you know he's going to get a little bit of game action, and then here's Connor McDavid and Leon Drysital. So yeah. you know it's going to be. We'll see. I mean, it's at some point he's going to have to go in. So it is what it is. Um, but I've liked Moverari. Remember we talked with Sixton, and and he would he joked around at the start of the or early in the season when we talked to him, because it seems like every time I talked to him, I was talking about Moverari. I was such a big fan of his game and what he brought. And I thought he put it very well. Like you could pick up Moverari from the way and where he was playing first pair, second pair, third pair in the AHL, pick him up, drop him in the NHL. And he'd be the same player. Like he has, he's not going to wow you. He's not a flashy skater or with, with these great hands or anything. But he can play a steady game, a positionally sound game, a smart defensive game. He can make a first pass. He's got a good stick. Like those are things that he just does, and it very and it translates very well. And I think he's shown that so far. So like I, I think he could easily be a third pair guy for years to come and be that steady kind of Matt Roy from the left side type of defenseman. Um, I really like him. Yeah, I, I do. I do as well. Uh, you're looking at a little update for everybody watching live. 24 shots to nine uh, with 840 left here. Uh, Canucks are in the zone pressuring as we speak. Uh, look, Martin Furt gets his 40th of the year in Allard. Allard with three points in the third. Uh, let's see, did he get any star of the game? Not even one star of the game. Uh, I know it's hard to do that in a losing effort, but uh, great game by, uh, by him there. Uh, let's move it over to the third game so we can get back to watching our beloved Kings here. Eagles uh, pepper the rain five to one, uh, not even close the whole game uh, outside the first period uh, where Jared Anderson Dolan gets his 20th of the year. And so not the best showing from Hrennick, but like you said, no help at all. No. And, and I'll be honest. Like I, I, like I actually thought it was a pretty good showing when you look and watch, I mean, first of all, 49 shots on goal, although there was an empty net or Sakura scored an empty net. So he faced 48 shots. He makes 44 saves. And it, I, I counted, I think there's th three breakaways, four breakaways and like giveaways. And the chances that are that that uh, Colorado had just in the, the dang high danger area in the, in the top of the slot area, like this was just 
one of the worst defensive games I think we've seen the Ontario Rain play all season. So, you know, I don't want to hang too much on Hrenik here with the five, but he made a ton of saves that were high, high quality chances. Yeah, so that's what it's it's going to see. We're going to see how, how that first game, the back to back, could be interesting. I th- I'll, I still think they go with Falalta back to back, but it's an interesting preface, especially in the second game. If there's a goal early, will will they be quick to press that button and and in a do or die situation? Uh, you know, they keep, need to keep moving on. To you know, obviously, we don't want the Kings to lose. We want them to hoist the cup once again for uh, Big DB twenty three. Uh, but if that does happen, you know, we're getting a lot of talent back. They're also getting a lot of talent that's not on the Kings, uh, supposed to be coming back with from injury, hopefully sooner rather than later in, in the Madden, Turcotte, and Grands uh, dynamic. So, yeah, we'll nothing, see if they come back in the final game of the season here in Henderson. That'd be yes, big. That'd be huge. Uh, I haven't seen anything. I don't know if you've had uh, from any, uh, I know, uh, actually, Jared Schaffer, and congratulations on uh, doing the, the radio broadcast for the Kings yeah. tonight. Uh, yep, that, so congratulations to him on that. So yeah. uh, let's get to the rain uh, player of the week for you with these three games. I'll let you start this one off. He had two goals. He had, I think it was five assists. Uh, Frederick Allard, seven points. I think he's done pretty well stepping in. Heavy shot. Yeah. He's making it work on the power play. Um, there's a few different guys that we could have gone with, but I'm going to go Frederick Allard. Nice, nice. Good call, good call. I think I probably got maybe your player B, and I'm going to go kill Thomas. Yeah. Uh, gets the Hattie, gets uh, multiple other goals, some assists there. Great for him, you know, and 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 he's the guy. Ever since you called him out, pretty much, he's been hot as a pistol. I know. He listens to us here on Make It Rain. He's like, you know what, I can't I can't disappoint Randon anymore. Um, you know, he's sick of it. Uh, no, but uh, it's a great guy. Obviously, he owns Zale, which is a clothing company, so if you guys didn't know that, uh, he makes clothes, so go support him, his business there uh, and, and check out some nice uh, clothes there. Also, co-host of Souls on Ice, uh, which is a podcast about uh, about black players in the league and everything like that. I mean, they have other guests on as well, but it's a very well-done uh, podcast. Thoroughly enjoy that. There's a couple episodes with a QB on there uh, talking hockey. So if you haven't heard about that pod, uh, definitely go check it out. Uh, Keel Thomas uh, going in there. So. Uh, I think he well-deserved, and he's going to be a key player. If we don't get some of these players yeah. back, he's going to be a key player. And then yep. he only he's only going to get pushed down the lineup, which is going to benefit the Reina even more. Yep, absolutely. And he could very well still be on that top unit. You know, if you think about it, uh, you know, Velarde is up with the Kings. You know, Turcotte is not going to yeah. Tur- play the bumper. Madden has played it. Um, but I don't know that he's going to be ready. And even if he is, I, the way Akil's playing it, there's no reason to move him from there. So wh- wherever he slots in in the, in the lineup, he's going to probably play that first PP still. Yeah, definitely, definitely earn that spot. Definitely earn that spot. So last topic here. So uh, we could c- catch the tail end of the second period uh, for everybody still paying attention here live. Uh, playoff matchup, right? So it's already been decided. It's already been uh you know, the gods have deemed it, uh, and they've already scheduled it. So they're playing uh, the San Diego goals uh, going down the I-5 rivalry here, uh, May 4th and 5th uh, and 9th, all at the Toyota Arena. Uh, and so go out, get your tickets, sell that place <clears throat> out. Uh, we want that loud and proud for us Rain fans uh, to go there. So uh, what is your thought on this matchup? I know that their goals haven't been great this season. Uh, if you're looking at their record, uh, is a losing record, 28 and 32, uh, four overtime losses, two shootout losses for 62 points. The rain far superior team here. Uh, you're looking at uh, a matchup that seems to be in our favor, but uh, sometimes rivalries have a tricky way of, of deceiving you. They do, but you know, the rain have really controlled this series. They won nine of the 12 games and actually of the games that were played at Toyota arena, Ontario went six and oh, um, they outscored, um, San Diego 26 to 12 in the home games. Um, I just don't think that San Diego has, there's a couple of things. I don't think they have the firepower to keep up with Ontario, even with some of the soldiers that are out of the lineup for the rain. And they've had a hard time keeping pucks out of the net. 
uh, San Diego has, and particularly against the rain. Again, Ontario's averaging over four goals a game against them while at home ice. Um, so I, I, on paper, and, and not even on paper, on the ice at the, as the way this season has gone, I, I really think that the rain should be a team that controls this. It's not as if that uh, San Diego's gotten great goaltending either throughout the season. Lucas Dostal has been okay, but really Oli Eriksson Ack is a is again who is his as a, on the season hasn't been great necessarily, but he's actually played okay against the rain. He was the only guy to shut out Ontario. Um, so perhaps we see Oli Eriksson Ack get the nod in game one and then we'll take it from there. But otherwise to me this does seem like a a bit of a mismatch. I just think the rain have just a bit too much firepower and too much depth. Um and I think they're special teams. And we have an LA Kings goal. Oh, nice. There we go on nice, the board. Nice, nice. It looks like a Velarde. I didn't get to see it. We'll see the replay here. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not broadcasting anything. But, uh, yeah, Velarde getting getting the handshakes there. So making a statement for a roster position for game one uh, with a couple pretty snipes uh, the last two games. Yeah, I mean, you. I think you know my uh, thoughts on Gabe Velarde. I'm a huge fan of his. I'd be surprised if he gets much of a look. I don't know. I know he's had a couple of good games here, but I, I don't know that McClellan will tr- will trust him in a playoff situation. So I guess we'll see. Um, Might have been tipped by uh, Lazat. Lemieux was it, yeah. One of those was in front. But yeah, I think that it's it's a it's a the Rain are, are a significantly better team. Um, I think they're too deep particularly if they get some guys back, their power play is too good. Um, I, I think this should be a series that with both games at home, especially, or all the games potentially at home, I think the rain should win this. They should win the first two games and move on to the next round. Yeah. I think the only thing that might trip us up is we've seen lulls in the power play, which has been a staple for uh, the rain all season. Uh, and you know, the, that's the one thing that the goals have done decently well uh, 80, 80.6% on the PK. So the, the rain are going to have to, uh, with their shoddy defense, the last, obviously Colorado, much better team. Uh, but if the, if you find laws in the power play and you're allowed to allow the goals to stay around and they can creep out some wins, I think that's the only way they win. Otherwise I a hundred percent agree with you. The firepower is just going to be too great. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's a question in about, about the goaltending and, you know, Manny Vallalta has, He's had stretches this season where he's been awesome and he stretches where he just has been kind of not great. And, you know, I guess where we could see this happen, but again, Colorado's firepower is so much more than San Diego's. Like the, the rain struggled defensively against Colorado in those three games, big time. They were on the road though. And Colorado again is a much, much better team, much more offensive team than San Diego is. So I don't think that should be as big of a problem as far as the goaltenders, like, this is a, a big opportunity for Vallalta to try to re- lead the team to a Calder Cup. He has shown stretches this season where he is more than capable of being a top-end goaltender. However, you know, it, it just depends which Manny Vallalta we get because I think we've seen kind of the ups and the downs for him this year. Um, and if the Rain aren't going to help him out much in front, uh, as they did against Colorado, you know, as they go deeper – that could be a problem. I don't think it's going to be an issue in the first round because, again, I, I don't know that San Diego has the type of firepower to, to really threaten Ontario. Um, so I do think the Rainer and their goaltenders are in a comfortable position um, after for this first round, and then after that we'll see what happens in the matchup is. Yeah, I, I, I think the Rain, in order for them to win the Calder Cup, Volalta is going to have to play his A game. But sure. like you said – it's like to get past the first round, um, you know, he's just going to have to – he played decently and the firepower is going to have to be there. But we saw games earlier in the year when they were fully fully staffed, right? I mean, we don't want the Kings to lose, but say they lose in the first round of Edmonton, you're looking at rounds three and four, you're getting QB, you're getting Velarde, you're getting Spence, you're getting all these guys. And, and I think that it's going to be something along the lines of maybe they just have to outscore everybody, and, and which they did in the earlier part of the season. Yeah, that'll Which get obviously tough. you have to outscore people to win, but uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, and that's going to be tougher. Like those, I can see those type of games later in the playoffs. Like again, if you get against um, Colorado, I can see that happening. That ain't going to happen. I shouldn't say that. They've had some pretty exciting games against Stockton, but Stockton's going to be a team that isn't going to look to run and gun with you. Um, 
So you're going to have to be able to bury your opportunities in the power play. Um, so I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because um, they still have a matchup against San Diego, but um, as they get deeper, yeah, you're, you're going to, you have to be able to make sure you can count on your goaltending. You're welcome. Thank guys. you. Yeah. Thank you for the question. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. Bond kicks right here. Justin Brown, RIP for the Kings of the season. Yeah. We started with that. So go back and listen and, uh, on that. Uh, the man DB 23 forever legend let's go predictions i i think i think we're going a clean sweep here two two straight games i think we'll be done after the first two so do i again i just think it's it there's too much there's too much and, and especially again especially if you get a grans turka and or madden back in the lineup I, I just think it's too much for san diego i agree i agree so with 245 left let's close this thing out here uh as always joe very nice talking to you. You guys can find our stuff. Uh, we a plethora of articles got peppered out today with the Dustin Brown news and all this kind of stuff. Playoff matchups. Uh, we're working on a playoff piece coming out this uh, coming out soon. So keep an eye out for that. That can be found at hockeyroyalty.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at hockey underscore royalty. Where lately we've been doing a lot of Twitter spaces. Fun talking to you guys out there. Russell just did one after we clinched, uh, and it's it's nice talking to Kings fans and getting you involved. Thank you for coming on the YouTube live and getting involved. Um, Joe, where can they find you on the, on the Twitter? At uh, JW Paterino. And like you mentioned about the playoff uh, previews coming up, I'll have one for the rain coming out probably on Monday. So Ooh, didn't even know that. Nice. Nice. <laughs> writing it, writing it out, writing it out. And you can find me at Rando commando 24. Uh, like, and subscribe here. Tell all your friends and family about it. Uh, thanks again for our special uh, uh, sponsors and DraftKings promo code THPN. That stands for the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are proudly of. All right, Joe, let's go watch the third period of this game, man, friend. Enjoy the game, man. Have a good one. All right, you too.